last time on Join the Party. The bone whale rears its head for the first time, and everyone needs to get on dry land. So city guard Evan brings our party to the safest place he can think of. All right, here we are. It's the giant mistake. My favorite bar. As you might assume, things get out of hand. Tracy busts into a kitchen gambling ring for snail racing. 700 gold on the uh, on the one with the mismatched eye stocks. While Johnny and Inara get drinks at the bar, they meet Cassie, a young woman trying to drink her relationship troubles away. Polly. And Polly and I are wondering, have you heard of this thing called Blackfish? As it turns out, she has. Her ex-boyfriend was part of the Blackfish, a secret cult inside of the city guard. They don't have to wait long until they meet the guy. Who dares flirt with my girlfriend? That's me, sir. And by sir, we mean half-man, half-skeleton, all-monstrosity. Hey, if you want to take this outside, we'll take this outside. Let's get the party started. Nara, you're grabbed by the front of your cloak by a massive half-skull ex-boyfriend, and you're being carried by one hand out of the bar. I knew this would happen one day, so <laughs> do my best here. Talking to girls, getting roughed up by boys. Yep. Jamie's freehanding you in one hand, and he's brandishing his flaming sword in the other, dramatically pointing it at everybody, and he growls in your face, and you're really seeing that his face is really half- Skeleton. Like and is really the like... other half alive or is it other half zombie? No, one half is skull and the other half is person. Okay. But even when you look into his eyes, his eyes both are alive and angry. Well, I am going to be pounding at the arm holding me and kicking and screaming and trying to get out. Jamie has easily, even with you kicking and screaming, walked you out of the door and has walked out of the bar by now. I'm doing it mostly for optics. <laughs> Tracy's going to rush after Jamie. Can he get within, let's say, uh, 30 feet? It's like grappling range. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, he just walked out the door. So I'm going to use my long arm of the law and shoot it at his ankles and try to trip him. And while doing it, I'm going to say a very cool phrase, which I'm about to come up with. And it is. And that thing (laughs) is going to be... um, it's going to be, hey, stop. That's a bad thing that you're doing. And then he's going to shoot. Tracy didn't get the wit module in his reboot. Johnny is not sure he wants to follow the flaming sword dude out, but the. Wait, I got it. <laughs> I think you'll find I have dead aim. And then I shoot my grapple. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. All right, what'd you get? 13 plus 3 for 16. Jamie got a 20. Well, yeah. You shoot the long arm of the law out, and Jamie holsters his sword quickly and catches the long arm of the law. And I'm going to do a strength contest back to you. Natural 20. All right. Ooh. He tries to pull you back, but you resist it, and he lets it go. And it flies all the way back like you're letting a tape measure whip back to its rightful place. 
I've been playing with tape measures a lot. Tape measures are great. They are. They are. DM, would you say that I am in dim light or darkness? <laughs> yeah, it is dark outside. So Nara is going to activate her shadow cowl, where once per long rest for a minute, I become one with the shadow. So I gain the ability to step from one shadow into another when I'm in dim light or darkness. So I am going to teleport the F out of his hand back under the awning of the giant mistake. So I'm going to be outside still, but under the awning near the door. What does it look like when you teleport? I pictured it looking like opaque blinking out of existence where I just kind of like buffer for a second and then dissipate into smoke. Jamie looks back from grabbing the long arm of the law and looks back in his other hand and you're not there anymore. Nice. <laughs> he does a double take. I like to imagine as like a cartoon where like his eyes are still stuck like in one place and he has to look back and you're just gone. He's like, what? Where's the tiny woman I had in my hand who was hitting on my ex-girlfriend? I'm one with the shadow for a whole minute, so I'm going to blink to a shadow like 20 feet in front of him and yell over here and then one to his left and yell over here and the one behind <laughs> him and yell over here and end up back under the awning of the giant mistake. Nice. Why don't you do a deception? That's a 12. Okay. It is definitely very cool when you're popping from place to place and That's he's a little bit, he's a little bit disoriented, but not enough that like you're making his head spin. He's tracking you from place to place. As I land back under the awning, I'm just going to say, what do you want with us? Nothing. I don't need anything from you. I just need you to leave my ex-girlfriend alone. My girl, no, not my ex-girlfriend. My girlfriend. I need you to leave her alone. I'm t things are too important right now. I have a thing. To, I have a place to be. All right, truce. Uh, what, is, what does that even look like? I want to talk to her again. I, it's really hard, but, you know, I won't. I know. She, like, she's really nice, and she makes you feel really seen, you know? There's no good answer to this question, so I'm just going to say truce. <laughs> okay, truce. I fine. I, I'm gone, then. I'm leaving. And with that, Jamie takes out his flaming sword and starts running off into the opposite direction. Uh, wait, one more thing. Your whole blackfish thing seems kind of cool. If I want to talk to you guys, how can I find you tomorrow? Gia stops and turns around and walks back towards you a little bit and says, Do you think I'm part of the Blackfish anymore? I got like this, and I'm part of that despicable guard that ruins places and things. By cool, I meant I was trying to suss out if you had the same values as me, and it seems that you totally do. If I wanted to take them down, how would I do that? Well, I guess, uh, take your party and come down with me. N now? Yeah, we're running out of time. So I'm going to turn to Tracy and give him a little eyebrow like, hey, hey, we doing this? Tracy loves this kind of thing. <laughs> so he's very down, but he's going to like, you know the thing where like you wear a really tight t-shirt and kind of like move your arms in a specific fashion to show off your muscles? Not me particularly. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, but I don't. People. I, guess, I mean, I guess. We're a bunch of soft nerds. No, yeah, yeah. I I've seen it in TV and movies. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> he does that kind of thing. He's trying to show off his buffness in the light that he just failed at trying to grapple this dude. Uh, all right. W one second, new friend Jamie. No, hold on. I burst through the door holding a bucket of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is he going? I thought he wanted to drink with us. He is not blackfish, as it turns out. Anti-blackfish. Very interesting. Very cool for us. Uh, you want to go to a second location with this new stranger? Sure. And I toss the bucket of wine. <laughs> ah! <laughs> we toss it where? Toss it back? 
No, 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 no. I'm not drinking it. <laughs> just toss it to the side. I'm not drinking it. I was going to offer to you guys. I don't want bucket wine. Yeah, I know. That's what my mom told me before I left on my adventure. Never drink bucket wine. Hey, fish. Hey. Can you roll a d6 for me? One. <laughs> As you throw the bucket of wine over your shoulder, you kind of just throw it over into the side of the giant mistake. And it splashes in kind of just all directions. And you see a little raccoon come over from around the back of the bar. And then the raccoon walks up to it and laps it up and it gets real drunk. And then just falls <laughs> over and passes out. <laughs> then you just watch all of this happen. What a cute raccoon vignette we just witnessed. <laughs> hey, little buddy. Like that wine there? Yeah, the raccoon's passed out. Okay. Well. <laughs> You're talking to a passed out raccoon. <sighs> Do I put it in my bag? No. Whatever Tracy's gone. Tracy's <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's like, what are you? He's like holding his light out like a torch. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with this raccoon? When I was a young raccoon, someone gave me <laughs> a wine for the first time. And I needed to learn the experience of drinking and getting too drunk. So I what figured is, I'd... Are you going to take the raccoon? No, I'm not going to take okay, it. Fine. Like, what is wine but the feeling of light inside? Truly. Drink responsibly. I mean, I'm going to follow Jamie, I guess. <laughs> and I'm going to follow right behind Johnny. So after that fun bit with the raccoon, he walks all three of you over to the edge of the city where it intersects with the river. And the clouds are still hanging in the sky from the previous rainstorm. But for now, the river seems much calmer than when you were on it before, when you were crossing. And Jamie holds his flaming sword over the river. And you can see a bunch of fish swimming by, like much shallower then you'd expect actual sized fish to be over there. I want you all to make perception checks. I got 10 plus 1 for an 11. I got a 22. Okay. 9. Anara, you look in there and you see that these fish are not regular fish. These are monstrous skeleton fish that look like the bones of fish just swimming around. Jamie still holds his sword out there and says, Something is wrong here. I know it's wrong. I've seen these firsthand. They're dangerous. And I was not always like this. Did you always think that I was just a zombie skeleton man? Oh, I didn't even notice. That's very adorable, robot-shaped friend. They sacrificed me, and I know that I'm not one of the only ones. They threw me to the bone whale, to the orcus. I was one of the sacrifices. You could call me Blackfish, but more, I'm just chum. I'm bait. And I came back to take them all down. How can we help? How did you survive? I didn't. The anger inside of me when all of my friends and all the people I've worked with on the city guard killed me. Something brought me back. I need to to stop this. No one else should die like I did. And I need help. I thought Cassie would help me, but she's too concerned about our breakup, apparently. And I, I need help. What can we do? 
I, let's, we're gonna kill all of them. How does that sound? Murder. Lots and lots of murder. Doesn't sound too great to me. How about just like a Im imprisonment? We're we're fine with murdering, really, when the circumstances dictate it. But well, like, how do you how do you get? I'm just totally ignoring you, Tracy. Uh, how how can we get this from the source? How can we cut off the head of the fish? I mean, I don't. I never knew who was running the blackfish in the first place. Uh, I know that there was a ceremony. And everyone had hoods on. I don't really remember much, but there were someone was had a a chain on with a golden fish attached to it. And whoever did that was the one who pushed me into the river in the first place. And I felt the entire whale just consume me whole. And then I I'm back. I don't washed up on shore. I I, I can only remember the 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 chain. And the fish on the chain. Are there any members of the city guard you do trust? <laughs> he snorts, and I don't know if you've ever seen a skeleton try to snort, but it's like <laughs> only half like a nostril. And he says, no, I don't trust anyone. I'm going to take them all down. If we are successful, will everything go back? Will Zuby come back, and is everything going to be made better? I mean, that's what they think. That was the whole point of killing us in the first place. The whale is the thing that's bringing us back, but I, I, I can't. I don't know. Sometimes I worry that this isn't reversible. The state that the city's in. This might just be your life now. Uh, well, that was insensitive. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I would say so. There is something calling me towards these people. And he takes a few steps to Tracy, and you're eye to eye with the skeleton at this point. Something is pulling me forward, and I can't stop until it pulls me there. I know that I need to go in the castle and take all of them down. The flaming sword found me, this thing inside me found me, and the blackfish are mine. Jamie, I understand, but you need to tell us actually what we need to do. What can we do? We have a meeting tomorrow with representative shields we can go inside the castle and do some reconnaissance for you and then let's meet up afterwards and try to figure out our plan of attack to deal with the members of the blackfish does that sound good unless you have any other ideas because we need to know what you're planning so that we can you know help i am half of a skeleton does it look like i have a good plan the only thing on my to-do list was murder lots of it Hey, Johnny and R, you guys want to talk for a sec? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jamie. Um, I have a chessboard if you want to just hang out for a second. Uh, we're going to go huddle. Is that okay? Just like 15, three minutes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, You're not going to murder while we're gone? I mean, I might. There's no, I, it's entirely possible. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the risk. <laughs> So Tracy kind of walks over, you know, a little bit out of earshot and beckons Anara and Johnny over and says, uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't think murdering everyone is the right solution here. I, I think he can lead us to where we need to go, but I think we're going to have to stop him. Yeah, you don't start with the murdering. You start with other stuff, you end with murder. 
And if he walks into the entrance hall of the castle, just killing people left and right, I don't know. I'm new to this whole assassin thing, but I think that's really not how you start. (laughs) So let's just go to our meeting tomorrow as planned. Tell Jamie that we're going to do reconnaissance, like I said. And I don't know. We're lying to him, but he's helping us and we're trying to solve this thing. Hey, shouldn't Alonzo be part of this? Did we forget Alonzo? I totally forgot about Alonzo. Yeah, oh, Alonzo and Ev were still drinking at the bar. All Guys, right. we're not very good at this. Let's meet back up with Jamie tomorrow night. Let's find a place to meet, and then we'll make sure that we do not forget Alonzo in the morning. Tracy puts his hand in the middle of the circle. Okay, I'll put my hand on top of yours. I look at Jolly expectantly. Obviously annoyed, Johnny puts his hand in the <laughs> One, two, three, go team! Mostly because he would have wanted to be the person to initiate that. <laughs> All right, Jamie. So here's the plan. We are going to continue with our plans tomorrow. We're going to figure out which of the city guard and city representatives we can trust, hopefully. Let's meet up tomorrow. What's another pub where we're not going to run into your ex and all her friends? Well, you know, I guess when we kind of divided everything... Um, we didn't really divide it because um, uh, I died. Um, <laughs> so I guess she took all of the bars. I think probably inherited is more of the word, but go on. <laughs> so um, I guess we can just meet down by the river. I could bring some beer. Cool, stuff. cool, cool. Get some river get beer. Some, get some circle floaties. Just kind of do a river, river float. I don't know. I kind of lost all of my ability to... Uh, put parties together when I only concentrated on murdering my murdering the people who took my life for me. Understandable. Yep, fair, fair, fair. And, you know, endangered the city. Yep, they did that. So. Uh, so, uh, river beer. Sounds great. I could bring, should I bring napkins? I could bring. When in Antopolis, you know, yeah, napkins. Okay. Uh, I'll bring spoons. Okay. Sounds like we have all we need. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you for not killing me. Really appreciate it. And we will see you tomorrow just after sundown, right? Uh, okay, yeah. Right here. Yeah. Johnny, where do I get spoons? We'll find them. Don't worry. Why don't you all make a persuasion check? Nine. It may shock you. Tracy is not very persuasive. He got a nine. Me too. Don't worry. Johnny's got this with a 19 plus 7. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, jo- Johnny, I'm going to see you here. We're going to do the things. I mean, I guess I'm going to keep, you know, my murdering to a, a minimum. Can you, can you keep it to a zero? Just for tonight. Yeah, yeah. The most minimum it can be, being a zero, so that we can just have just a chance to try to do this undercover. We have this whole thing set up. Let's just not blow it for now, okay? Think about... You not murdering someone now means you can murder someone later. That's a that's a pretty good idea. Um, all right, I'll start killing somewhere else then. And Jamie backs his way into the river and dives into it and starts slashing at the fish that are <laughs> that are in there. You know what? All things considered, this is a pretty productive outlet for his anger, guys. I think we got a win. Okay. In the wind column here. Maybe we should go find Alonzo. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go back to the pub.
Hey, it's Eric. Have you ever been making a mixtape? Maybe it's for a party or a present or a special occasion coming up. And you have the idea of what it's going to be. Like, it's perfect in your head. There's going to be highs and lows and acoustic covers and a live show or two, obviously. But you can't get started. You're just swiping through Spotify. No, I used this one already. No, this song's trash. No, come on, you got to find something better. And then that one perfect song comes through that just fits the theme and everything has started. You've picked like 20 songs in five minutes. This is that song. Welcome to the mid-roll. It's a B-side by Carly Rae Jepsen. First things first, hello to our newest patrons, PJ, Jesse, Caitlin, Ross, and Jonathan. You are helping us do what we need to do to give you the best possible show we can give you. You're very involved in this. We need you here. You keep our lights on. You help us upgrade our studio. And now we want to give you more merch options. And you get access to our lovely Discord, The Light of My Life. This week, we got hit with a tidal wave of pets when everyone went home. I want to give a special shout out to Diego the Corgi, who sees me for who I am. And I feel that so strongly. In a few days, we are going to PodCon. That is this week. If you're going to be in Seattle on December 9th and 10th, so will we. We're going to be holding a panel on community building, social media, and monetization of your podcast. And we're going to be a part of the audio drama meetup at 4.30 on that Saturday. Please come by and say hello. We will give hugs, but not before we ask if you want said hug. And we're going to have stickers. If you can't make it in person, no problem. You can stream the entire conference if you head over to podcon.com and get your streaming ticket. And then tune in to hear our panel. But we know you're just there for the McElroys and Night Vale and Lauren Shippen. But we know it's mostly us. This episode is sponsored by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. Now, I didn't write anything for this because I just have a lot of feelings and I'm just like, throw it down. I got this DM screen from 20-Sided Store and I've never had a DM screen before and I feel so powerful. There's just this dragon on the other side that Fish has to look at and he just gets really intimidated. Like I'm always just going to get at him and like light him on fire or acid breath or something. And the inside of it has all these uh, rules that I really need to look at like swim speed which i never remember and like what damage should randomly happen and there's so much at my fingertips this new dungeon master screen is amazing and it comes to you from wizard of the coast which is sold at your local friendly game store which my local friendly game store is 20 sided store maybe if you want the perfect holiday gift for the gamer in your life just go check it out on their website at 20 the word sidedstore.com So I know I ask this a lot, but please leave a review for us on iTunes or for Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get recognized and we get that shine, especially as end-of-the-year lists are coming out. We have 76 reviews, though, which is amazing, and I can't believe it, and thank you. We are shooting to get 100 reviews before December 31st, and we need your help. You 24 people out there, if you screenshot your review and send it to us, we'll give you a special shout-out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. We just need your help. Thank you in advance, and we heart you. Now, let's get back to the show.
Before I re-enter the giant mistake, is there a passed out raccoon still out there? Actually, there's two now. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to write a little note for them. What does the note say? Dearest raccoon friends, I hope you had a pleasant evening. I know I loved the first time I got drunk on wine, and I'm sure you had a great time too. Let me know if you want more. Your friend, Johnny B. Goodlight. Johnny, make an animal handling check. <laughs> 17 plus 2 for a 19. So you still- Do I have raccoon friends? Literally, all I want is raccoon right, friends. So you That's wrote this. You wrote it in common. You I don't know, know raccoon. So <laughs> you wrote, But you found a really good spot in the dumpster where you intuit that the raccoons came from by following their tracks from the wine stain to the dumpster in the back. Sure. And you would just place it in there, which sure. would be the, if raccoons could read your note, <laughs> this would be where they would find it. I think while Johnny's doing this, Tracy and Nara are just looking at each other and back at the scene, mouths agape, and yes. just trying to figure out what is going on in your wine-addled brain. Horrified. I've, I've not had a single drop. Existentially wine-addled. <laughs> That's true. Johnny goes up to them and goes, so let's go in and uh, find Alonzo. And Johnny walks in. Yep, okay, I guess so. And I'm just going to stay to the side of Tracy because I don't particularly want to see Cassandra. Hey, you want to get my cape? <laughs> uh, not a bad idea, Trace. Wait, you don't want to see Cassandra? I'm embarrassed. Okay, I'm going to give you advantage on a stealth roll. Great. 17, 18, plus 5 for a oh, 23. Oh, man, you are like clinging to Tracy's back. You can't even tell that you're there anymore. Like a cat hanging from the ceiling type thing. Yeah, and yeah. you're just like stuck to Tracy. Great. Watch watch the switch. Be careful, please. Oh, no, I'm super watching the switch. <laughs> Actually, you rolled so high, it doesn't even look weird. No. Like Tracy's just like walking. He's not even aware. You like wave hi to people as you walk in. Well, of course, natural. they do that everywhere I go. <laughs> it is just natural. I'm going to whisper up Tracy's back. Hey, so let's let's get some rooms and, and put our stuff down and stuff. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Do we see Alonzo? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this is really bad. No, actually. God, God damn it. God. You oh. look over where Ev and Alonzo were, and they're not there anymore. <sighs> hey, Hesphestus, have you seen uh, Evan and our companion? Oh, yeah, man. They were totally, they, they got turnt. They got crunk. They drank all my drinks. Uh, both of them had two giant mistakes, which makes it a super giant mistake. And I don't know, they kind of stumbled out saying they were going to go, I don't know, like, party down, party up. I don't know. I didn't really see where they went. They just kind of walked away. And my side just emanates out of Tracy's cloak. (laughs) So you have no idea where they could have gone. Yeah, I mean, they kind of went, they went out the door, and they said that they were going to go get turned, and then they left. Where would you go if you wanted to get turned? Hmm. If you were, say, a cool teen or, like, a prince out on the town. Neither of them are teens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, when people want to get turned, they usually, um, oh, they jump from the half-built bridge across the river. H- how what? is that? How is that being turned? Uh, you, listen, teens got to do teen things, you know? Okay, but what if these were two grown adults who, oh, no, you know what? Well, you know, they went with, well, you know, they went with Cassie and her uh, whole group, too. They all said they wanted to go, like, feel alive, and I think that's what they meant. Do you guys want anything? You need, you need a drink? Do you have a time reversal spell? Possibly I have a drink. one of uh, about 48 to three months. 
Uh, I have a drink called the time reversal, and it'll make you feel like you're a child again. I'm just going to drop off of Tracy's back now and say, like, hey, surprise, I'm here. Do you have any, like, professional (laughs) responsibility towards your patrons whom you're getting intoxicated and then letting, like, go do dangerous things? Um, Nah, I'm a bartender and a monster. (laughs) Not really. Okay, great. Do you have any rooms? (laughs) <laughs> this is not yeah place. oh yeah um they they booked like a room for each one of you upstairs that was right. the last thing they did before they went and got turned guys how how bad would it be if we just went to sleep it's our literal reason for well here. it's our only responsibility okay don't get me wrong i have several questions for the light and i have a thousand different things i'd rather be doing but i guess we have to take care of alonso Let's go. Did he at least tell us where the bridge is? Yeah, it's not that far away. It's actually like half a mile. You can just walk. It's like 10 blocks away in city terms. They probably shouldn't have built that bridge so close to this bar, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a city planner. I just have a third eye. Because I have chocolate. Do you guys want chocolate milk? I have chocolate milk. Yes, very much. I do. We don't have time. No, nope, I, nope, I want this chocolate milk now. All right, I'll give you chocolate milk to go. Thank you. Give you like a sippy cup situation. Yeah, it's like a with a top. Beautiful, like a tumbler. Yep. Tracy reluctantly starts walking towards the door of the saloon. The entire way out of the bar, he's just looking left and right to find literally any excuse to stop. And try- is there a pinball machine? In my head, like- in my head, we're walking like. Da, na, 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 the like sad. Yes. Da, na, 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 the music plays. Okay, yeah, we're walking, I guess, towards this <laughs> half-made half bridge thing where everyone gets turned. <laughs> I'm not excited about it. And I was realizing, I guess, like those things when you go to college and you realize how amazing sleep is or how nice it is to have like no emails. This is her being like, oh my god, it is so nice not to do crazy stuff. And just to, like, be responsible sometimes. Johnny is reminded that he hates teenagers. Inara's been a notable exception so far, but Johnny is just tired of the shenanigans. Tracy drinks his chocolate milk. (laughs) All right, let's hurry on over there. You guys are walking over to the half-built bridge, and you're hearing hoots and hollers. And the bridge curves... The bridge curves up. It's more like an overpass than a bridge. It really like lifts up above the river and then just kind of stops halfway through. And everyone is just screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering. Woo! I'm going to live forever! And this is the best night of our lives! And let's get turned! It's Cassandra and her whole crew and Ev and Alonzo is just like partying on with all... We're all so tired, we can't even react. <laughs> I think Tracy's simultaneously intrigued by the prospects of this, but also horrified at the amount of effort and time that it takes to get into it. But he kind of wants to see what this whole uh, YOLO life is about. You know? Tracy, please make a charisma save. That's nine. <laughs> Cassandra spots all three of you walking up and she says hey it's our friends from the bar what's going on Tracy 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 come on hang out I'm I'm coming over guys Johnny sorry I'll be back 
with the save, you got peer pressured into hanging out on the bridge. <laughs> there wasn't a spell. That was just peer pressure. <laughs> That's the best use of any save of all time. Yeah, that was peer oh pressure. God, I... so you're going out on the bridge. Cool. Yeah, Tracy runs over with his arms, like, looking to hug everyone. Yeah, everyone gives you hugs and high fives you. They're like, oh, the robot's here! Because they didn't see you before, so you're, like, new. Nice. And I'm, like, shooting my long arm at all into the air, like, let's oh do this God. thing! <laughs> So I'm going to run after them. If we activate his rage switch, he could possibly kill all of them and we'll be so much happier. That's not a responsible use of the kill switch, Johnny, but I super appreciate the idea. (laughs) No one's a threat here. I'm having a good time. So Yeah, but like they could be threatening to your prowess and your spot as like partier of the night. That's a solid point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Inara's going to run after Tracy being like, Hey, what's up, fellow teens and cool 20-somethings? Uh, this looks like a great idea. Gonna have to borrow Alonzo and Ev real quick. Guys, don't believe her. Let's try to persuade both of them. 13. Yeah, you can get Evan. Evan's like, oh, hey, we're over here. But Alonzo was just ignoring you guys and just, like, partying and just, like, jumping around and having a great time. Yeah, Ev, seems like you guys had a great idea to come on out here. Why don't you convince Alonzo to come back with us? He puts his arm over your shoulder and says, Ma'am, if I can get him to do anything, he's this. He's the life of the party, ma'am. He was the one who was drinking and having a great time. And he's just, he led everyone here. Well, I, I mean, we told him that there was like a cool bridge. And he was like, oh, let's go hang out on the cool bridge. And I can't get him to do many things. <laughs> Johnny, meanwhile, has been slowly, calmly walking up towards where they are all partying. Walks up to Alonzo, grabs his shoulder, looks at him in the eyes. Young man, do you know what time it is? We have to be up tomorrow to speak with the representative. Do you know what time it is? Do you know how we had to look for you? Do I have to drag you out of here or are you going to come right now? What are you... Is this intimidation? What is this? I mean... Is there a dadding skill? Is this dad? This is a dad... I'm dadding. This is gonna be. I think that's intimidation. That's gonna be intimidation. Like you're putting your power over him. Seventeen plus four for intimidation. Nice. Alonzo is about to open his mouth to like talk back to you, but he's just like, "I just come on, man. We're hanging out. We're doing stuff on the bridge. It's it's fine. Come on, Johnny. Let's party." Alonzo, you don't want your new friends to see us taking you back unwillingly to the inn, do you? You want to, like, say that you've had a good time. Be the first one to leave the party, man. That's what my mom always told me. Got You got to roll in late, leave early, man. That's how you have real fun. Yeah, I get that. That would be pretty cool if I did that. Um, one of the guys who you saw before, I think it was Tommy... <laughs> He's like, hey, man, you're not going to shut down our party. We're going to do what we want to do. We're going to jump in the river. Is everybody with me? And everyone goes, ah. Cassandra's like, yeah, I want to go first. Let me go first. And everyone's like, yeah, Cassandra, you got this. You're going to do it. I'm going to use one of the effects that the Lantern of Undying Light has to create a almost flashbang-like effect. Sure. Who do you want? Flashbang. Anyone who even seems remotely into jumping into what I know is a very bad river. What does it look like when you do this? I use, obviously, the core staff to walk. I place it in front of me, and I'm kind of in the center of the entire group. 
I slam it on the ground. Mm-hmm. The undying light exits the lantern briefly and just starts emitting like a powerful bright light. All of the teens kind of crumple to the ground and holding their eyes. They're just totally incapacitated. Johnny, I want you to make a dexterity save. Nine. Okay. Not great. Johnny, from the corner of your eye, you think you see a shadow move. And you look up from the lantern, and all three of you sees Cassandra fall over from her knees. And it's almost like she got pushed. And she falls over and is going over the side of the bridge. Johnny, you step to try to grab her, but you're not fast enough. Without missing a beat, Tracy says, Tallahassee, let's play! And brings out Tallahassee and makes a dive into the river. All right, as Cassandra falls over the side of the bridge, Tracy dives in after her and activates Tallahassee. And the bag turns into a crocodile as you two hit the water. Alonzo, man, the jokes are over. It's time to go. We have to go back to the inn. Come on. Alonzo backs up quickly and be like, okay, all right, yeah, everyone, that's champion. We're going to go. This is fine. Just follow me off the bridge. I got it. You know what? I heard that the after party's at the police station. (laughs) (laughs) And all the teens are like, no. no, no." They're an articulate bunch. Well, they're They're all incapacitated. (laughs) You guys hit the water, and Cassandra is very disoriented. She's just, like, flailing about in the water. Perception check. Thirteen. Okay. From behind you, you are starting to sense that you're not the only things in the water. I start paddling out towards Cassandra, and I'm yelling, Don't worry, see, we got you! Make an athletics check for me. You have advantage because you have a crocodile. I appreciate your kindness, Sir DM. (laughs) How I give you that good, good advantage. And I appreciate the fact that I have a plus three to my athletics, but that gives me a total of a seven. Hey, okay. I mean, you guys know how to swim, and you grab Cassandra, but you realize that you went a lot slower than you wanted to, and whatever is behind you is coming up fast. Am I holding Cassandra? Yes, you grab Cassandra, and you have her under one of your arms. Yeah, I'm going to use the long arm of the law and grapple up to the bridge and hang like a man that is a bat, otherwise known as a bat man. (laughs) All right. I want you to make a attack roll with the long arm of the law. So 14 plus 3 for 17. Okay. I'll give you advantage, but what's the roll for holding on to Cassandra as you fly through the air? That's a strength as well, right? Yes. 14 total. As you shoot the long arm of the loft right through the water and it grabs onto the bridge. Tallahassee, just bite my leg! <laughs> okay, alright. Yeah, you take seven points of damage. Right. <laughs> Tallahassee jumps onto your leg and with Cassie in one hand, you grappling hook the hell out of the water. And as you jump out, the skeleton fish from before jump at both of you and you narrowly avoid getting nommed on by these skeleton fish. You also getting a good look at these fish as well because they are dangerously close to you. They have razor sharp teeth that are dripping with some bad, bad business and you do not want to get bit by those bad boys. As you sling through the air like a Batman, can you give me an acrobatics roll? That's a natural 20. God damn. 
you take one flip through the air and land on your feet, holding Cassie in one hand and the alligator stuck to your arm. Cape billowing as he lands. I pat Tallahassee on the head a little bit and I say, thanks, bud. Playtime's over for now. And he turns back into back. And then I turn to Cassie and I say, turns out I didn't need a switch to rage at this party. Uh, <laughs> Cassie's passed out and she's coughing up water. Does she appreciate my joke though? No, she's passed out. She did but not did, hear that. Did she appreciate it? Do you think like on a subconscious level? I couldn't. I mean, she, she can't. All this. right. <laughs> Good thing I have a minus one in medicine. I hoist Cassie over my shoulder and then start bolting towards the end of the bridge and say, Guys, I need some help here! I don't know if she's breathing! I'm trained in medicine, so I'm going to go check her out. All right, cool. What do you want to do? Having seen these fish before, I'm going to look to see if she's been bitten anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Investigation. 15. No, she's fine. Okay. She's no bites, but she's, like, coughing up water. Tracy, were you bitten by any of the fish? No, that was, that was good old Tally. Okay. How about we get these kids home, huh? Yeah. So we can urge those who can walk to just follow us and everyone else we can sort of help limp along. And Tracy cradles Cassie and carries her. You lead your motley crew back to the giant mistake. I'm also glaring at Alonzo with like the most malice I can possibly muster in a glance. And I got to say that Alonzo does not notice at all. He's just like kind of bopping and hanging, walking his way back. I take a mental note to punch him later. Very hard. (laughs) Uh, Fair. You're leading your motley crew back to the giant mistake. Hef sees you all walk in as he's like kind of wiping the bar down. He's like, sounds like you guys had a good night. Hef, shut up. Okay. And he goes over to two of the tables that has like a booth in it. And he like pulls it out. And it's just like one very large pullout bed. And he's like, all right, throw all those kids on there. They'll be fine. Half if this happens a lot to you, there may be a, like, systemic or policy problem that you may want to address. And that systemic and policy problem keeps me open. Finger cool, counts. cool, cool. Please take care of these people. I'm going to bed. <laughs> All right. All the teens are deposited on their full-out couch. Yep. And everyone goes to their respective rooms. Evan's like, all right, I live right over that way. And he points just, like, in a random direction. He's like, <laughs> I'll see you guys later in the morning. I'm going to bring... Bagels. And he, he stumbles away. Uh, great. Well, I need to sleep like four hours ago, and I just don't want to be rooming with Alonzo. So put him wherever, put a chair in front of that door. I'm going to bed. Johnny walks Alonzo to his room. Jo- Johnny? Yes, Alonzo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I walked away. It was That wasn't cool. And I didn't mean... To make everyone have a bad time. I just wanted a good time. I'm champ- champion things, you know? Pew, pew, pew. I'm a fan of good times, Alonzo. But I'm also a fan of responsibility. <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. Johnny, you get inspiration. Thank you. There you go. What do you put in front of the door? Just a chair. Heavy chair from the hallway. I do want to leave a note so he knows why. Dearest Alonzo... Last night was a bit of a mess, huh? Well, I hope you didn't vomit too much. I placed an extra bucket. I hope you noticed. <laughs> you vomit if you had to. Anyway, the door's locked. We want to make sure that you're okay. Knock four times on the left wall. That's where I'll be sleeping, and I'll come and get you. 
Johnny B. Goodlight. Anara, as you close the door and you settle into the bed, how do you feel about today? Well, it's it's been a big day. I feel like I'm fully committed. We are here to do this thing. I might be over my head. I might not have made these choices if I thought back on them and did it a second time. But I am ready to solve this mystery. I am pissed at Alonzo. I am pissed at the Blackfish. And I'm ready to do whatever it takes to shut them down. As you climb into bed, O'Cake bounds in from the hallway and cuddles up on the end of your bed and looks up at you. Open mouth, tongue wagging. Good girl. I'm, I missed you today, but tomorrow we're going to have a really fun, really fun time. I bet they have really good dog food at the castle. O'Cake blinks and lands on top of your head. Aw. Classic O'Cake. Tracy watches Anara go into her room and then sees Johnny go to the left and go into his room and by instinct just follows Johnny into his room for the night. As Tracy is settling down, I pat his back and I sit down with the lantern in front of me and begin to meditate as I do wish to ask a few questions before I fall fully asleep. Sure. Roll 1d4. That's a two. Okay. I'm going to let you ask two questions. What are the shadows that affect me and others when I use the lantern? The lantern is meant to challenge. No light can exist without shadow. Its possession, its will, is something you must conquer yourself. What kind of signs should I be looking for to overcome this challenge and have full ownership of the lantern? The path is long, difficult, and arduous. But for everything, there is a choice. One of acceptance and one of annihilation. What should I be looking for as the sign of the next champion or the next artifact, someone who could be helping us throughout our quest to unify the concentric states? Five champions rise from our center. Look for the sword of flame, the boots of ground, the liar's mouthpiece, the labyrinth key, and the shining medallion. Through our center, the land becomes our own. However, not all champions deserve to be seen.
Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fichet, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime. Join our community online by following at JoinThePartyPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, JoinThePartyPod.com. And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at jointhepartypod.com. If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.